Hello, it's Blood Red's Matt Addison here. Just before this podcast begins, I wanted to quickly mention that since recording the show, I'm sure you'll have all seen the incident last night involving Denmark's Christian Eriksen. I didn't want to get into the show without sending our best wishes to him for a full and proper recovery. I'm sure all of you out there are exactly the same. We've all got our fingers crossed that hopefully Ericsson will be okay. And thankfully, as I record this, the reports coming out of both the Danish Football Association and UEFA are all as positive as they could be. There's no mention of Ericsson in the show because the incident hadn't taken place when we recorded it, but I just wanted to give it a quick mention. Get well soon, Christian. All of football is behind you. This is the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello and welcome back to the Blood Red Podcast. I'm Matt Addison and today we're taking an in-depth look at a player who's been linked with Liverpool over the last few months and indeed the last few days and who could possibly be a Genie Wijnaldum successor. German midfielder Florian Neuhaus has all of the hallmarks of a top midfield player and at 24 his time could have come to make the next step to another club after spending a couple of years at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Ahead of his national side Germany taking on France in their Euro 2020 opener and joined first and foremost by German outlet Sport One's chief football reporter Florian Plettenberg to get the inside track on a possible transfer for the player and to explore what type of player Neuhaus is and whether he could be a useful option for Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. Florian reported on Friday that Jurgen Klopp is keen on the player, while the Echo understands that Neuhaus is an option for the Reds if they do choose to replace Wijnaldum and sign a midfielder this summer. So I got the latest from Germany on that, and then after that I was joined by Josh Williams for a scouting and analytical look at Neuhaus. But first, here's German journalist Florian Plettenberg. Florian, thanks for joining me. I'm really intrigued, actually, by Florian Neuhaus. I mean, he's been linked with Liverpool for a while now. Do you think Liverpool would be right to be interested in him? Is he a good player? Absolutely. So, first of all, I can confirm that information. Uh, to my information, there has been a contact between the management of the player and the bosses from Liverpool. So, as you can see, Liverpool is highly interested in Florian Neuhaus, but it's clear because... He's a very versatile player. He's a very flexible, very talented. He's a very important player of the German national team and one of the best players in the German Bundesliga. So we have to say, okay, maybe it's possible that a German player is going abroad, but um, there are no concrete nego negotiations right now. But Liverpool, they are definitely interested in signing Neuhaus. I know you've spoken to him before, you've seen a lot of him play. I mean, is a move away from Borussia Mönchengladbach the next step for him? Do you think it's likely that he'll move somewhere, be it this summer or next summer maybe? Absolutely. The question is, when will he do that step? He has a contract until 2024. He has no release clause. But to my information, it's clear that if there is an offer this summer, maybe around 40, 45 million euro, then there will be talks between his management and uh, his agent is Christian Nerlinger, a former Bayern Munich player and uh, a very important guy in the in the Bundesliga. Uh, so, so there will talks with him and the manager of Borussia Mönchengladbach, Max Ebel. So I think it's possible, but it's more likely that he move in the next summer, so 2022. But it's all dependent from the situation what Liverpool maybe is doing. Are they putting some numbers on the table or not? So it's possible, but 
Neuhaus definitely want to make the next step, but he has also said a lot of times that he's feeling very comfortable in Gladbach. There has been some links with Real Madrid, with Bayern Munich as well. Do you think there's other teams as well as Liverpool that would be interested? Well, you have to say that for the player and his management is very important to make that, that the next step for him is the, is the right step. He, he wants to make the next step, but it's very important for him that it's the, the, the best club, the best feeling for him in his stomach. This is something what he has told me, that he wants to have a good feeling in the talks and he wants to know that the, that the, that the next club of him is really, really interested in him and that the club needs him. That's very important for him. So, for sure, Real Madrid, they are also interested and Bayern Munich is interested as well. But for Bayern Munich, for example, he's too expensive this summer because Bayern Munich has to save his money because we all know Corona crisis, it has had an influence on the financial situation of the club. So, I think the only clubs who can pay the money for Neuhaus this summer are clubs from the Premier League maybe Liverpool and Liverpool this is what I can tell you is the club who is the most interested club in or for Neuhaus. Germany have so many good midfielders are Liverpool fans going to be able to to see Neuhaus in the European Championships I mean you look at Ilkay Gundogan, Toni Kroos, Leon Goretzka is Neuhaus going to to be in that squad and, and get lots of minutes this summer? Definitely hard to hard to answer you that question uh, what I can tell you is that he has a lot of good performance. He made a lot of good performances in the German national dress. Sure, you have Toni Kroos. He's the most important player for Bundestrainer Joachim Löw. Then you have Ilkay Gündogan. They will start against France in the central midfield. Then you have Leon Goretzka. He was injured, but he's now ready to make the next steps. And But I think that he will start against Portugal. So Neuhaus is the first option right now for Bundestrainer Joachim Löw if anything happens with Gündogan or with Kroos because maybe you know that Joshua Kimmich he yeah has shown his world class in the central midfield at Bayern Munich but in the German national team he has to go on the right side. And in terms of the, the type of midfielder that he is what could you say about Neuhaus? How does he play? Is there somebody that you could compare him to maybe? I can compare him to Leon Goretzka. Leon Goretzka is a typical box-to-box -box midfielder. This is what I want to say is that he's very good in the defense, but he's also he has a lot of power in the offense line. And Goretzka is a player you can see them oft, you can see him often between the lines. Kimmich is more defense, but Neuhaus is is like Goretzka, and he's very good in front of the goal. He has made a lot of goals, and um, he's he's a kind of a dangerous player and um, so this is what I told you he's very versatile very flexible he can also play on the wings but he's technically very very good and physically very good so um, a very interesting player and I think it's the perfect player for Jurgen Klopp but he's also a very interesting player for Julian Nagelsmann maybe for Bayern Munich in the next year yeah, he scored six and assisted six in 33 league games last season. Those are pretty good numbers for a midfielder. Is that a big part of, of his game or is it more a case that he can do that, but he can also do other things as well? Uh, do you ask me if it's uh, why he has shot so many goals or? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that a big part of his game or, or is he more somebody who can just do everything? No, sure. This is something um, what makes him special, that he's you know, able to score goals and that he's able to win tackles. And uh, this is a very, very important mixture and you cannot find it so often if you look on the top, top midfielders uh, in the world right now. So Neuhaus, to my mind, he has the quality for the next big step, for the next big club and I'm convinced that he would make or that he will make a step to one of the top four, top five, top six teams in the world. There's been some different reports about his release clause and his contract. Do you know whether there is still that or, or has that expired now? Is that no longer in that contract? So I can tell you that he has right now no release clause. He had one but it was a kind of option that you say, okay, if there is an offer this summer, then Gladbach manager, then the Gladbach bosses, they have to speak with the management of Neuhaus. And right now, that release clause is not stable anymore. But like I told you, if there is that big, 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 big offer, Gladbach has to deal with it. So we, they all need the, the million. They all need the transfer fees but Gladbach they have a lot of problems in the midfield they have to uh, deal with Matthias Ginter one of the other German national players his contract uh, is uh, guilty until 22 the next uh, thing is Dennis Zakaria one of another very important player for Borussia Mönchengladbach so Gladbach manager Max Eberl he has to deal with a lot of yeah, important players Neuhaus is one of them so I think that they will do everything to keep Florian Neuhaus, but as you know, Gladbach is not qualified for the Champions League and this is a tournament what has been very, very important for Neuhaus for his development. So I can really imagine that he is or that he would love to make the step this summer, but like I said, it's more likely maybe the next summer. Do you think the fact that Jurgen Klopp is Liverpool's manager would have any influence? Does he have a, a big pull in Germany to, to bring players to the club? Yeah, sure. We all know that uh, Jürgen Klopp is a trainer who who has shown that he can develop players, that he can make him better. And uh, Jürgen Klopp, uh, I have never heard a player who didn't say, oh, I cannot imagine to work with him. So, um, sure, Jürgen Klopp knows the manager of Florian Neuhaus. Florian Neuhaus, he knows uh, Jürgen Klopp very well. So, it could be a perfect match. And um, as you know, Emre Can has uh, played at uh, Liverpool. So, you have made a good experience in Liverpool with German players like Didi Hamann. And um, I can imagine that uh, Florian Neuhaus would fit very, very well to the Anfield Road. And in terms of his injury record, it, it seems like he never gets injured. I think that's really important for Liverpool to replace Gini Wijnaldum, who also never got injured. I think the last time Neuhaus picked up an injury was 2017. He just never, never misses a game. Ahmed, you are... Yeah, really, really well informed. Um, yeah, that's also very important and that makes him special. He's very professional. He's very smart. You can, uh, if you if you speak with him, you, you can see that he's uh, very open-minded. So he knows what he has to do to make the best performances. And uh, you've spoken about Gini Wijnaldum. The contact between his management and the Liverpool bosses it has been after it was clear that Gini Wijnaldum will leave Liverpool. So 
I think it's very important for the club that they know, okay, Neuhaus is a player who is not injured, that he can make a lot of uh, matches, a lot of games. And um, yeah, so maybe that could be an advantage for him. In terms of the Bundesliga midfielders, where does Neuhaus rank? Is he one of the, the top midfielders? Uh, how, how high do you think you, you would rate him? What would you say is uh, who is on the who is the top midfielder in the Bundesliga? Oh, now you now you're testing me. Um, I suppose I suppose maybe maybe the question is is he good enough to go and play say for for Bayern Munich for example? Could he could he get into to that team? I definitely think so. But if you say that the benchmark is Joshua Kimmich or Leon Goretzka, then you have to say Florian Neuhaus is one of the best five. Is, I would say he's under the top five in the Bundesliga midfielders. So he has the, the quality and the talent to to get his breakthrough in a, in a top, top club. Um, he's playing very constantly. That is also very important. Um, but it's the question is, what do you need? Do you need the box-to-box midfielder? Do you need a bull terrier like Joshua Kimmich, uh, like a Gennaro Gattuso type of midfielder? So Neuhaus is is not that that loudspeaker. He's very quiet uh, on on the place, but he has a lot of self confidence, and that makes him special. So um, I'm absolutely convinced that he that he can make the the step to to a club like Liverpool. Sure. And just one last question then, in terms of being a, a Gladbach, he's worked under Marco Rosa, his former manager, obviously now moved to Borussia Dortmund. How good a coach is he? And do you think he would have helped Neuhaus develop over the last couple of years? Uh, Marco Rosa now? Yes, yeah. Yeah, but he's going to Borussia Dortmund, as you know. Yes, yeah, of course. But, yeah. but how, how good a coach is he? And, and did he help to, to develop Neuhaus? Yeah, he has developed him uh, for sure. Um, but in the first days of Marco Rosa, um, the situation of Neuhaus was not clear. He didn't play constantly. Um, but he has worked so good that Marco Rose he had no other choice, yeah, to 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 put him in the in the starting line. But what I also have to say, maybe you know that Florian Neuhaus is a big fan of Bayern Munich, and his father, he is one of the biggest fans of Bayern Munich. So what I wanted to say is that Bayern Munich is totally in the race about him. But the question is the price. So I would say. If he's really going abroad, and I have asked Florian Neuhaus, can you imagine to go abroad? And he said, sure. I have no, I'm not, I'm not fear about that step. So he really told me, it was last week, I can imagine to go abroad and I need not to go to Bayern Munich. I'm totally open. I'm totally flexible. So, but Marco Rosa, he was a very important coach for him, but not the most important. I think Joachim Löw, he has helped him a lot as well. So uh, we will see. Maybe Jurgen Klopp is uh, putting him on the next, next top level. Yeah, absolutely. Florian Plettenberg, Chief Reporter at Sport One. Thank you very much for joining me. Really appreciate your insight. Thank you, Matt. Take care. Bye-bye. And I'm now joined by tactics and scouting writer Josh Williams of the Analyzing Anfield podcast. And Josh, let's just start with some sort of general thoughts, really, on Neuhaus. I know he's a player that you're interested by. What do you make of him? Yeah, well, he's been linked to the club for quite a while. But to be honest, usually when that sort of stuff happens, I would go and look at the player. But for some reason with Neuhauser, I've I've never really delved into him that much. 
uh, up until fairly recently. Obviously, he's made the Germany squad for the Euros and things like that. My album's left. So I've made more of an attempt to understand the game more recently. And he just seems to take a fair few boxes when it comes to a typical Liverpool signing and when it comes to replacing Wijnaldum as well. Um, you know, just, just absolute basics. Like, when it comes to watching him, he he doesn't really shine too much. He's, he's not the player who'd stand out and he's not, he doesn't come across to me as a potential world beater and like that. He just comes across as a sensible buy if, for a club who needs to needs to add really. Like a, li- a little thing, for example, is he hasn't been injured since 2017, which is the type of thing that obviously why Alden offered, and the type of thing that is nice to add if you if you add in a player, you know, a player who's always available, never injured. If you look at his age, he's 24, just approaching what I deem to be peak. He is um, quite a versatile midfield profile. So he just makes sense in a lot of areas, while while also, you know, from the perspective of like like the eye test, maybe you'd label it as, he just looks good. He looks okay. Um, as I said, he, he, he wouldn't tick maybe, trying to think of some, some some midfielders who like I say a Thiago, if you watch if you watch Thiago, you can quite clearly see he's an above average level player and he's he's just elite at the end of the day. If you watch Neuhauser, he, he, he's not so so much in that in that bracket really, but if you look at the package as a whole, it just looks like it makes sense. Um and I'm just kind of increasing increasingly getting on the side of this might happen, this this deal. It sort of sounds from what you say there that stylistically he would be a good fit for Liverpool. I think he's been linked with Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, some of the, the teams that you might expect, particularly Bayern with him being in Germany. But sort of that kind of under-the-radar, understated, but very good. I mean, it, it's basically Gino Wijnaldum, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, very similar. Um, you know, Wijnaldum came, at, came to Liverpool with quite an offensive skill set. And... Klopp was able to just use him as he as he wanted, really, because of how adaptable he was. And I think Neuhaus, although maybe he's has, he hasn't posted the number of goals Wijnaldum has over the course of his career before he arrived at Anfield, you know, I think Wijnaldum spent time at PSV, Feyenoord and Newcastle United. And I think in at least one domestic season for each of those teams, he um, posted double figures in the goals department. Neuhaus isn't quite that, but he does have that quite well-rounded skill set um, that can just be adapted and stuff. Like, if, if you look at his season this year, he's played predominantly as part of a midfield two, but it looks like he can get further forward. It looks like he could form part of a midfield three, and it looks like maybe he could, if he was in part of a midfield three, maybe he could play as an eight, maybe he could even play as a six. So it, he looks quite adaptable, really. Um and, you know, when it comes to the Wine Allen comparisons, I do see it, specifically when it comes to the availability and being able to adapt across different different needs. You mentioned there he's got, obviously, goals from midfield. I think it was eight in all competitions this season. And that's something that Liverpool don't really have. I mean, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain can do that, but it doesn't seem that he's been trusted by Jurgen Klopp this season. How important is it, do you think, that Liverpool add that to their midfield and, and get that? Maybe it doesn't have to, to be 15, 20, but just to sort of get eight to 10, how important could that be for Liverpool? 
Yeah, well, I think it's it's something that Liverpool have been without. I actually addressed this on a recent Analyzing Anfield podcast, I think, when I was talking about transfers, that Liverpool don't really have that player. And Liverpool have been good at adding whatever they don't have, really. If you look at Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, possibly Curtis Jones, Naby Keita, you know, the likes of these players, they don't really add a great deal in, in, when it comes to the actual product in the final third, goals and finding the back of the net and stuff like that. Neuhaus, as you said, this year he's posted six goals and five assists in the Bundesliga. Season before, four goals and two assists. Season before, three goals and eight assists. And season before that, six goals and seven assists. So he looks like that kind of... Sorry, six goals and one assist. So he looks like that kind of player who, from midfield, will offer you about... 10 to 10, uh, 8 to 10 league goals per season, which is quite valuable, you know, when you look at over the course of a season. I think Brendan Rodgers famously said that um, if you're looking to get in the Champions League, you're looking about 70 goals because roughly, based on studies that have been found, um, the number of goals that you score is roughly the number of points that you end up with, funny enough. Um, so if Liverpool are looking to win league titles, it's nice to get goals from elsewhere outside your, your front three. So if you can get goals from set pieces, if Trent Alexander-Arnold can score the odd goal, Andy Robertson maybe, and then goals from midfield from the likes of possibly uh, Neuhaus. And in terms of sort of merging the two bits together, obviously he does the attacking thing, he kind of gets those numbers, but his defensive work seems to be very good as well. That's kind of what Liverpool needs, isn't it? That sort of halfway house between getting those numbers, but doing the reliable, more boring bits that, that maybe Gini Wijnaldum did really well as well. Yeah, he's, he's certainly good without the ball. Is is um, He's very good when it comes to anticipating, you know, making interceptions and thing, things like that. But actually, when it comes to pressing, which is what you'd obviously label as a, a key requirement for Liverpool, he seems to fall short in that department. And I'll throw in a caveat now, it could be as a result of Munching Gladbach's approach because they aren't really that much of a pressing team compared to other Bundesliga sides. But Neuerhaus's number of pressures, defensive pressures per ninety per match is is, is just not not really that high. Um so maybe Liverpool understand why that is. Maybe Liverpool expect that to take a bit of a boost at Anfield if he was to come. And I will I will couple in with that as well that arguably one of his weaknesses is, is his mobility. He's not He's not the quickest across the ground. He's probably as fast as Wijnaldum is, maybe. I think maybe Wijnaldum could reach a greater top speed. But when you see Wijnaldum covering ground, that's about as fast as Neuhaus is. He's, he's not, certainly not a, an Oxlade-Chamberlain. or I'd, I'd probably label Henderson as quicker than him as well. But I, I still think Liverpool would, would certainly not be interested in this player if he, if he had defensive issues. And I think looking at his game, although he's not part of a, a pressing team at the minute, if you like. I do think he he shows signs that he'd he'd be able to cope. Yeah, it's certainly something Liverpool have done in the past. Klopp's done in the past with Van Elden, in fact, sort of changing that role within that midfield. And I think it's really interesting that he's obviously played for, for Borussia Mönchengladbach as well under Marco Rosa, now moving to Borussia Dortmund, previously at Red Bull Salzburg as well. I mean, we keep coming back to this Liverpool and, and Red Bull link. How important do you think that would be in this? And, and how important do you think it could be that obviously Neuhaus has played under Marco Rosa, who possibly has a, some similarities to, to Jurgen Klopp in the, the kind of style that, that he plays as well? 
Yeah, well, Rose is kind of deemed as a, a bit of a disciple of Klopp's, really. He's played under Klopp before, learns a lot from him, and he's referenced him since as, you know, someone that he looks up to. Klopp's referenced Rose as someone who he's who is doing well and who he wants to do well and things like that. So, you know, given that how thorough Liverpool's recruitment tends to be, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's been some form of, or if there's going to be some form of character reference there, maybe where Klopp speaks to Rose or... Because Rose is leaving anyway. Rose is go, going to uh, Dortmund. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some form of character reference in there. And It's just another way of Liverpool, I suppose, minimising the risk around uh, a sign. You know, if a player's performed in certain surroundings for the likes of Rose, maybe he'll be applicable to Klopp. If he's had a character reference, that, that ticks that box. And then also, you know, got to throw in there, with him being very rarely injured, he's, he's played at least 2,000 league minutes in each of the past three Bundesliga seasons. So, despite being 24 years old, Liverpool then have a fair amount there to go on in terms of, you know, say, for example, when you sign the one-season wonder, you know, you, that, that player could have a fluke season. That it, it, it does happen. Whereas if a player's been doing it for three or four consecutive seasons, Liverpool then have a, a much better gauge on what this player is. And I think, there's the odd player in Europe who is younger than 25 but has plenty of seasons behind him and I think Neuerhaus is one of them so just looking at him although he's as I said although he's not the type to maybe light up the pitch he just looks like a very low risk signing who would certainly do a job at Anfield and certainly be able to to replace a lot of what Wayne Allen was offering yeah and at 24 as well I suppose it's always important for Liverpool to get these players who are ready to to make that next step. But as you say, have got that experience. He's played in the Champions League. He's played for a fairly big Bundesliga club. It's maybe not too much of a jump to think that he could make that step to Liverpool and step up again. No, I mean, that's the idea. I mean, Liverpool have kind of went through a bit of a phase with Klopp. The, the squad now is kind of in the, the win-now situation, maybe. Um, Henderson's now 30, Milner's about 34, Wijnaldum's just left but he was 29-30 at the time so I think it is important always you know when you get to a point where you're kind of just freshening up basically it's a bit of a cliche but it is it is kind of needed and you need to get that those players in who are who, who still haven't tasted maybe that silverware and, and they want to kind of add to their collection and um, you know Neuhaus at the age of 24 Although he's still got three years left on his deal, which puts Gladbach in a strong negotiation situation. Um, I do think he, he fits that mould of a player who who Klopp can kind of transform once he gets to Anfield and, and, and make him make that last step where he starts to, starts to win in his career. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt whatsoever that Florian Neuhaus could move on from Borussia Mönchengladbach some point soon. Liverpool, of course, will be aware. He might just fit the Liverpool profile, but we'll have to wait and see whether or not Michael Edwards is tempted. For now, though, from myself, Matt Addison, and my guests, Florian Plettenberg and Josh Williams, thanks for listening and goodbye for now. This is the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.